Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, where we feature the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Associate Professor of Psychology Norman Lee from SMU's School of Social Sciences holds a PhD and Master's in Arts in Social Psychology from Arizona State University. He also has a Master's of Business Administration from the University of Michigan and a Bachelor's Degree in Economics from Northwestern University. His research interests include mate preferences and mate value, evolutionary social psychology, economic psychology, and the mismatch of modern conditions and adaptive mechanisms. Earlier this year, he published a research study on evolutionary mismatch, a phenomenon that largely underlies and explains most of the problems we have in the modern world. In this podcast, Associate Professor Norman Lee discusses this concept and shares his views on how it permeates every aspect of our lives, including low fertility. Professor, why did you research on evolutionary mismatch and what does it mean? Well, I actually started getting into research on evolutionary mismatch when I noticed that some of the studies that I had run had implications for modern problems. Now, mismatch refers to when an organism's environment changes more quickly than its adaptations have time to evolve and adapt to. So for humans, we're talking about not only physiological mechanisms that govern the functioning of the body, but also psychological mechanisms which evolve to govern how we think, feel, and behave. Now these mechanisms are processing these days a lot of evolutionarily novel inputs, or they're being denied the inputs that they actually evolved to process. So this mismatch, in turn, leads to the mechanisms misfiring or producing output that's either not adaptive or is undesirable. Now, uh, some of the work I've done so far in this area has been theoretical. Uh, we're building a framework, but also some of it has focused on specific phenomenon, uh, including eating disorders, life satisfaction, and attitudes towards marriage and family. What were your findings? In general, we find that very brief exposure to electronic stimuli is able to have an immediate influence on people's psychology. For in instance, uh, reading mere descriptions of same-sex people who are very competitive can induce heterosexual women and homosexual men to feel worse about their body image and eating attitudes. And looking at just some pictures of attractive females can make women feel worse about themselves and can undermine men's commitment to their current romantic partners. Now these and a host of other studies suggest that a lot of the hundreds if not thousands or millions of electronic stimuli which didn't exist in ancestral times but we now routinely encounter can influence how we think, feel, and behave. And more generally, the modern world is increasingly different in many ways from the environments that humans lived in for 99% of human evolutionary history. And these differences can and do impact the ancient software that is still running in our heads. What do you think is the root of all these modern world problems? Well, I think it all comes down to technological progress. We've changed our environments in all facets of our lives. How we live, who or what we deal with, how we work, what we eat, what we breathe. Importantly, the changes have occurred much faster than our psychology has had time to evolve and catch up to. So, in a sense, our minds cannot seamlessly handle all the new environmental features that we are increasingly encountering. 
What are some examples of these mismatched occurrences and undesired outcomes? An often cited example concerns food. We evolved a preference for sweet tasting things, basically to get us to eat fruit, berries and honey, things that in the natural world offer a safe and nutritious source of calories. In the modern world, however, the same preference gets us to eat things that are deliberately loaded with processed sugars. Modern humans consume up to 1,000 times the sugar that people in hunter-gatherer tribes do, which leads to obesity. And given that our energy regulation mechanisms uh, evolve to process naturally occurring sugar, these mechanisms get overloaded and stop working, leading to diabetes. A topic that I'm currently investigating is how mismatch may be responsible for people in many countries now reproducing much less than replacement level. Modern conditions like high population density, reduced exposure to greenery, and increased globalized competition may be leading psychological mechanisms that manage our reproductive timing to perceive intense competition for few natural resources. And so they get us to delay marriage and family in favor of obtaining higher social status. Now, even though these mechanisms are normally adaptive, they're now in the modern world delaying marriage and family beyond the point of being adaptive because the stimuli themselves have greatly exceeded the naturally possible ranges that the mechanisms are designed to handle. What do you think can be done to mitigate these unintended consequences? Well, that's a great question. I don't have all the answers yet, but uh, I think we first need to better understand how our psychological mechanisms actually work and the type of conditions that existed in the ancestral world, and then maybe to restore a bit of these elements into our lives. Now, these elements include more exposure to nature at work and at play, more face-to-face -face interactions with friends and family, and perhaps uh, a bit less social media. For instance, um, there's some evidence that employees are more content and less stressed when there are plants in the room and there are health benefits also to having a view of trees or nature rather than just concrete walls or buildings. So simply improving one's view and access to plants can help in many ways. Similarly, uh, interactions with friends and family tend to make people more satisfied with their lives and better able to handle the stresses of daily life. My collaborators and I think that having more of these things present may be able to influence positively our attitudes towards marriage and family by suggesting to our reproductive timing mechanisms that we are supported by others and live in a safe place with lots of resources. Now the case with social media is kind of interesting because it has definitely brought a lot of advantages and improvements to our lives, but at the same time, social media use has been linked to depression and loneliness. The more that people use it, the more depressed and lonely they feel. And so it might be helpful to set limits on using social media, no matter how convenient and tempting it is to always be engaged with it. Thank you, Professor. Thank you very much.